I mean, at 285 pounds, I was going pre-diabetic, uh, and the health issues, you know, for pre-diabetic and diabetic are, you know, not something, I don't even know what they are, I just know that they're probably bad. And again, intellectually, we all know that it's gonna be hard when you first start, but you just have to keep doing it. You have to, it's, it's, it's like, uh, for a long time, I wouldn't look at the workouts that were posted here because, you know, I can talk myself out of something just as fast as the next guy. Um, I just wanted to show up. Now I don't really have that kind of that kind of fear. Welcome back to the Building Better People podcast. This is Charlie Lima. Today I have Stephen Copley on the podcast. Stephen has lost 22 pounds since he joined the gym in September. He's 65 years young. You're going to love hearing his story. Enjoy. My name is Stephen Copley. Uh, I am 65 years old. I am the landscape architect for the Bryan District Department of Transportation, state of Texas. I've lived in Texas for about uh, almost four years now. Welcome. Here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, man. Thanks for, thanks for making time. Yeah. Uh, you have been here for since September. Middle of September, right. And seen amazing results. Yeah. And I want to talk about those. And just to kind of highlight that, how much okay. weight have you lost? 22 pounds. Yeah. And, and to me, that's amazing. In, in 38 CrossFit sessions. That's how many I've done because so, I'm tracking my time. Yeah. <laughs> tracking, tracking my number of CrossFits and tracking my weight daily. Oh, I love that. We'll get to the how that has been, but let's go back and tell me a little bit of your background. Um, and kind of where you're from. And, oh, and even, okay. Yeah. Uh, grew up in Tucson, Arizona. Um, went to school at the University of Arizona. Got out of there in 1981 and went to Phoenix for 10 years and then California, San Diego for 25 years. Uh, but the recession of 2008, you know, killed a lot of uh, landscape architecture, architecture, civil engineering firms. It's it's a very housing-driven profession, and so for the next five years, from 2010 uh, until 2015, I was in temporary jobs um, until I could find something more permanent. I uh, worked in the Grand Canyon for a year doing major trail construction there, uh, LA County Parks and Rec. Don't ever want to go back there again. Um, APS in a little town in, in northwestern New Mexico and Albuquerque for a little while and finally landed in Dallas with the Department of Transportation. So it was... So you've been all over the it place. It was a lot. 13 moves and since how'd 2010. How did you end up here? Um, there was an opportunity in the Bryan District uh, for a promotion, and uh, I thought it was something that suited me better. Um, the stress in, in these kind of jobs can be off the hook, literally off the hook. And I was having trouble sleeping and... Um, not that it was anxiety driven. It was just a lot of things to do. And you wake up at three 30 in the morning and your mind starts going and, you know, might as well just get up and go to work. So that's mm -hmm. kind of what I was doing. And I was looking for something a little bit less than what I was doing in Dallas. And this opportunity came in Brian and I jumped on it and, uh, I was lucky enough that they selected me out of half a dozen other 
prospective uh, candidates, and here I am. And that was how long ago? Uh, I got here at the end of April of the of two thousand and eighteen. Awesome. So you're not you haven't been here no a full year yet. Not even no. So give me a little background on your health and fitness too. So how when did um, has, have you worked out your whole life? Has it been something uh, that's been important to you? Or it, it is, but it's it's been it's been on and off. Uh, when you have your own firm, you're working, you know. Um, 12, 16 hour days. Yeah. Around the clock. Uh, I don't have the benefit of that. You have that you get to actually work out in your work, uh, which is nice. Uh, A lot of times it becomes, you know, very sedentary and, and uh, you don't find yourself able to get out. Um, And that was certainly the case for me um, from about 2000 until about 2010. I went from 200 pounds to 285 pounds and change. Uh, Gradually? Yeah, you kind of, well, yeah. one of those things where you, you know, you keep looking in the mirror and you say, well, that's not too bad, but it, but it's getting there. And uh, so when I work, went to work for the park service, I, I had to go get a physical and it was a little, uh, little uh, Filipino lady doctor who just basically told me straight out, you're fat. And wow. if you don't lose weight... I'll give you the job, but if you don't lose weight in six months, if you don't come back here in six months and you're down, um, you're going to be terminated. And that was in 2010. That was in 2010. So uh, moved to Flagstaff, uh, started looking for trails in Flagstaff, and there was a trail in Flagstaff called Fat Man's Loop. (laughs) It was perfect. (laughs) I think they named it after me. Wow. And so uh, it was a a three-and-a-half-mile um, leg on one side of it, you know, as a figure like a clock, it was like from 12 o'clock to eight o'clock was, was the leg that I was doing a uh, thousand feet of elevation change. I did it every day and started eating right, stopped drinking Cokes and, and fast food. And six months I dropped 35 pounds. Wow. And went back to the doctor and she let me keep my job. And that really started me down this path of, you know, okay, you're getting older, it's going to get harder, you know, do it now while you've got the chance. Um, And in 2010, um, I would have been, uh, well, eight years ago, so that would have been 57. And uh, I just tried to, I just tried to stay with it. Um, But moving around from job to job made it really difficult. And, uh, when I, even when I got to Dallas, I was in Dallas for three years before I came here. Uh, the job situation was in my mind, so tenuous that I didn't feel like I had the grounding or the structure to even get into a gym. I did try that for a little while, but, um, it's interesting how you can be more motivated if you're paying somebody than to motivate yourself to go do something. It's really strange. But once I got to Brian, uh, I knew that I was going to be able to stay here um, at least for the next four and a half or five years. And that really changed my mindset about what I wanted to look for. I knew that I didn't want to do a gym. I had been in CrossFit um, you know, establishments two times prior. Um, once in, in New Mexico and once in Dallas. Uh, 
and I knew that that if if I could just be who I was, you know, not try and keep up with, you know, the I hate to say it like this because I feel young, the younger crowd, yeah. um, then and and be honest with the coaches that were here, that I I think I could be successful at it. You know, just just be honest. You know, if something hurts, then tell somebody. You know, don't do more than you think you can do. And um, but at the same time, you know, show up. What were your previous experiences like in the gyms? Um, like a like a twenty four hour fitness kind of oh, thing, no, in the, uh, in, in the, oh, the CrossFit. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the one in New Mexico, I hurt myself uh, for exactly the, what I just talked about. You know, I didn't tell somebody that you know I had a shoulder issue and uh, that my range of motion even then was limited, and um, and I knew I knew it right away. You know, I was lifting something and. You know, maybe I was doing a push press or something, and I, I don't remember exactly what, but I felt that shoulder go right away, just immediately, and I just said, okay, I'm done. And that's not what you want to do when you go to a CrossFit. You don't want to hurt yourself because mm-hmm. you want to keep coming back, you know, and and keep your schedule up. And that just kind of blew that schedule. And then I went to Dallas, um, and that one in Dallas was actually some uh, a program that was formatted for you know senior people uh, I think the the age limit was like 50 plus you know something like that um, but it was very early in the morning and I'm not an early morning kind of person um, and but I you know I stayed with it for a little while and that convinced me that you know given the right circumstances I could do it again and the right circumstances was when I got to Brian so um, I made the decision and um, came and did the the ramp up with Kenny and and here I am, thirty eight CrossFits later. <laughs> and that you know, I love the fact that you are not only sixty five, but you've lost twenty two pounds yep. in the last yep. what four months, three and a half yeah, months, three and a half months. You know, because so many people will always say, well, as you get older, you know, it just gives you more excuses really sure. to to, sure. to say that you can't do things and and for you you're kind of uh you're the anomaly right well yeah um but you know we all know intellectually what we need to do we all know what we shouldn't be eating and we all know when we're eating too much and we all know that you know and um you know you can look at yourself in the mirror um but turn sideways you know, take another look at yourself in the mirror and see what you really look like. Um, and, and when you're in that, pardon for interrupting, but no. when you're in that season of life, when you said from 2000 to 2010, mm-hmm. you gained 80 pounds. 80 pounds, 85 pounds, yeah. And looking at it now, what you're saying, like how how does someone let themselves go like that? Oh, it's, it, well, it's easy. I mean, you know, you, you've got work. Work is a great excuse. Um when you change jobs, another excuse. Um, and, you know, God, I, you know, I almost hate to say it like this, but I was married at the time, and you get married, and you don't have to try anymore. You know, you can just be whatever it is you're turning into, and 
she's going to be whatever she's turning into and you think you're going to grow old together and so what um but the case but you know that shouldn't be the case what you really should be doing is looking after each other and poking each other and saying hey you know let's let's do something so that we have more of what we want to have at the end of our life you know together rather than being i mean at 285 pounds i was going pre-diabetic and the health issues you know for pre-diabetic and diabetic or you know, not something, I don't even know what they are. I just know that they're probably bad. If the doctor didn't have that conversation with you, what do you think would happen? Would you have? Um, well, I think, I think I still would have gone down the path I went down. Um, (laughs) one of my biggest fears at the Grand Canyon was having to walk down into the Grand Canyon because I knew I would die Hmm. trying to get back out. Um, you know, it's, uh, and, selfishly motivated i mean i didn't want to fail in front of all these park rangers that could just smoke me going up the trail Mm -hmm. um you know but i also wanted to be able to do my job and and that meant that i had to walk down into the canyon for several thousand feet down uh, which was usually you know 10 or 11 or 12 miles to get to wherever i was going which was kind of fun because you know they were paying me to walk down into the grand canyon and paying me to walk back out it was the best ever um, but were, I think I would have done the same, maybe, you know, but, you, but I had that hanging over my head still, you know, you were doing that three and a half mile loop mm-hmm. every single day yep. coming from doing pretty much nothing right to that. Was that a pretty drastic change for it, you? Well, yeah, it was. I, I remember the first day I, I went up, there was, you, you have to walk from the parking lot up to where the trail forks and I was you know, maybe it was a half a mile, maybe. And I was huffing and puffing by the time I just got up this little tiny incline and I'm going, oh my God. Um, And I was really, you know, uh, breathing hard when I got up to the top where I would turn around and come back. Um, But I knew that, and again, intellectually, we all know that it's gonna be hard when you first start. But you just have to keep doing it. You have to. It's it's, it's like uh, for a long time I wouldn't look at the workouts that were posted here because you know I can talk myself out of something just as fast as the next guy. Um, I just wanted to show up. Now I don't really have that kind of that kind of fear. Um, you know, some of the workouts have been really really hard, um, but. You just have to show up. And, you know, and, and I'm, I've kind of been this last week feeling in different conversations I've had with people, even as my own mind wanders and thoughts of this transition that people make where they are going through this period of, of turning around. Yeah. You know, yeah, right. and they are going one direction that is probably headed towards where they don't want to go. Right. And, and turning around is a combination of, I think, habits yeah, sure. You know, pretty much yeah. building habits. Right. And, and and then it doesn't turn into effort when the habit is in place because it's just habit. Well, it, it and I, I think there's some theory that says, you know, you've got to do something for 30 days before you before you can really get going. And that becomes habit. Um, but I think I think this I think you have to do you have to do a little bit more time. And and uh, I remember uh, I think it was you uh, and and maybe you and Kenny together when I asked 
um, naively, well, how many times a week should I come? <laughs> and and uh, I, I think you and Kenny both said four, at least four times a week. And I just thought, okay, you know, I, I was thinking maybe once or twice, but four, okay, I, I can do four, maybe. Um, but I broke it up into a schedule that, that works for me. You know, I come Monday, Tuesday, take Wednesday off, come Thursday and Friday, and then I take the weekend off, and then I start all over again. So I do four a week, and, um, and that's, that's my goal. Is I, you know, if I miss a day, okay, I miss. I miss. But, and then, of course, the holidays came, and I missed, you know, I was in Tucson for three weeks and missed, you know, a good number of, of workout opportunities. But uh, you just, you have to take that first step. Mm. You know, that's the hardest one. You just... You know, just have to show up. You know, just the and the ramp up was a really good way to, for me to see what was coming. Um, you know, Kenny was uh, the guy that did my ramp up, and and you know he made you do you know what those what those things were that you were going to do, and then in during those four days we talked about what my limitations were, what my uh, problems might be and all that was passed on to you and the other coaches I think in your coaches meetings and everybody has been very cognizant about what I can do and what I can't do uh, if I think I can't do something I go ask but but uh, Josh has been uh, one of the coaches I that I see most of the time and Kenny and typically they will come up to me after the workout has been explained and said, okay, instead of this, let's do this. And, um, but I am so far along on where I was when, yeah. I, when I first started. Um, you know, it's, it's nice to see those results. And uh, when I went to Tucson, I was, really, I was really worried because, you know, my dad wanted to do breakfast and my brother wanted to do breakfast and my daughter wanted to do, everybody wanted to do breakfast. And, and, you know, I thought I was eating too much and, um, but I did have a goal of, of hiking, uh, at least 50 miles when I was in Tucson for those two or three weeks. I didn't do 50, but I did 40. And when I got back, I actually had lost weight. Wow. So, you know, you, you get that kind of motivation, that kind of charge when I stepped on the scale after I'd been gone and went, what? Yeah. <laughs> it was, it's awesome. Was like, yeah. And, and I, I think you get that when you start to see results. You start mm -hmm. to feel that, that success. You start to see pounds going away. You're starting to see your body change. You know, I was in the shower, you know, after a workout and soaping off and, you know, bending my, my bicep. I went, hey, hey, look, there's actually a muscle there. You know, it was, it was kind of funny and uh, just kind of one of those, you know, epiphany moments that, that you know yeah. that what you're doing is working. Well, okay, so you're you're 65, 65, which is not, I mean, you know, like you said earlier, I, you don't want to reference to the youngins, but, you know, yeah. you, you don't feel old. No. And I think that being 65 doing these workouts yeah. is incredibly impressive. Um, because, not because it, it, it's not something you should be able to do, but because most of the population that's 65 
is not doing these types of workouts. Oh, no, not even close. I would say. I, and, I agree. And so in your circle of peers, right? People mm-hmm. that you know your mm-hmm. age. Yeah. Um, what makes you different? Um, what makes me different? Uh, I, you know, I, 2010, before, before I got the job with the park service, I was with a part, I was at a party with, with my then wife. Uh, I'm not married now. Uh, I've got three little dogs and a cat. That's it. Um, I was at a party, uh, and men and, and couples that I knew very well, uh, one of my, uh, ex-wife's friends came up to me and she said oh steve when are you going to deliver i mean that's how big my belly was and uh i named my belly stevie jr on the spot you know (laughs) and i referenced stevie jr all the time um and i see guys like that at at you know where i work uh, guys my age, guys younger than me, guys 20 years younger than me, who have got that that belly out there. They've got their own version of Stevie Jr. And um, but I see them heading out the door every day to Wendy's or or McDonald's or you know they're eating burgers and fries and cokes you know every day at lunchtime. And um, like I said intellectually we all know what we should be doing and I made a decision a long time ago to minimize that as much as I could and when I got to Brian I stopped doing that I don't go to lunch Um, I have a very not rigid diet plan but on the days that I come to CrossFit I'm typically juicing in the morning and then I do uh, a really light lunch uh, I mean massively light and then I do a salad when I get home after CrossFit you know and and you know it's a big salad because mm-hmm. you know I mean how can you go wrong with veggies and and you know the things that you put in there you know and I cheat a little bit I put some croutons on there and you know but um, and then Wednesday it's still a light day you know but no juicing on that day Thursday and Friday I do the same thing juice in the morning uh, light lunch uh, light dinner uh, no carbs after four o'clock is typically my rule. And then on weekends, um, Saturday, I'll keep it light. And then Sunday is my cheat day. So Sunday, I love breakfast. I can't help it. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'll make myself some big monster cholesterol bomb. And, <laughs> and, and, uh, and that's typically my meal for the day, you know, so I, I typically won't eat anything else that day. Um, but I'm, you know, working, doing stuff. Um, the other thing that I do, uh, on CrossFit days is I do a seven and a half mile bike ride, uh, every day at lunch on those days at CrossFit. And it's a seven and a half mile ride around the office. Um, road bike, mountain bike. It's a mountain bike, but it's an old all metal, full steel brute, you know, uh, probably weighs, you know, 20, 25 pounds. How long does it take you to do that ride? Uh, I can, my average is about 13 miles an hour and uphill and down and takes me about 35 minutes typically to do that ride. Um, and, and I just like to get out. It's a good way to get out of the office, good way to do a little workout. 
and it's a great calorie burn. So I do that on the days, same days that I do um, CrossFit. So, um, you know. Did you start doing that right when you started CrossFit? Or well, No, not right when I started doing CrossFit. I was doing, I was doing the bike ride uh, after work, typically. But, you know, then daylight saving times comes and it's dark and starting to get cold. And I, and I just thought, you know, they, they give me an opportunity at, you know, where I work to take a little bit extra time if you're doing a workout. And I just figured the only, I mean, it's going to be daylight 365 days a year. So I can ride during lunchtime and that's what I do. I love it. You know, 65 riding seven and a half miles at lunch and coming here across CrossFit workout. Yeah. You know, and that's again, and there's a guy that I know he's 72. He does Ironmans. Oh, and wow. I mean, yeah. from the waist down, you think he's, I mean, his legs are so lean. Mm-hmm. You think he's like a 20 year old right. cyclist. Right. He, um, but you know, his, he's out on this bike all the time. And I think again, just moving, just staying active, just, right. Get, you know, getting your heart rate up, and, and it just, it does something, right? Well, it, it, sure, and, and, you know, when I started, you know, my goal has, has always been, you know, I don't want to, don't want to be Arnold, you know, mm-hmm. I'll be back, don't want to yeah. do that, I, you know, I just want to, I want to harden up the edges a little bit, Yeah. you know, and, and speak to that, and, like, I think sometimes people struggle in CrossFit because they want, you know, Arnold doesn't do CrossFit, but they, no. they want to do Arnold, they yeah. want to be Arnold, meaning yeah. they want to... Yeah. You know, try to so so how do you manage that? How do you come in and 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 not overdo it? Uh, you know, you 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 have to you know, first of all, you have to acknowledge who you are. You know, and uh there are people here at this CrossFit. Um there's one young lady here that I swear should have a red S on her chest and wear a blue cape, you know, just because she's Supergirl. I mean, it's amazing the things that she can do. And I can't keep up with that, you know. And and there are, um, I mean, look at Kenny. I mean, Kenny is as, um, you know, ripped as, as anybody I've seen. And uh, I don't I don't look at, at Kenny or, or Josh uh, or it, really any of the other guys that come, you know, at the same time I come as, as uh, like a role model. But I look at them as a place I'd like to get to. Um, and I know that if I just keep coming, and there are guys, you know, that are close to my age, uh, a couple of guys, and they look really good. And, you know, I just keep thinking, you know, if I just keep coming you know, and keep doing what I'm doing, then I'll get there uh, eventually. And dropping 22 pounds and, and seeing things starting to uh, harden up, you know, that's, you know, what, what more can you want? Yeah, you know, it's, so it, it's having the long game perspective. It is, it is absolutely long game perspective. You know, I've, I've had a goal for years uh, to get back to 200 pounds. Uh, and I and I'm talking years, and you know since at least 2010, and being here is to me the real, the real first honest opportunity to do that. That that I have you know the stability in work, 
I have the stability in where I live. Uh, I do what I can for my community, so I give back to that. Um, you know, through veterans, you know, associations and things like that, because I was, you know, in the army for a little while, and 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 this is my home. You know, so the structure is here. The structure is all here. Where are you? Where's you your know? weight right now? My weight right now is right at two twenty four. Oh man, you are there. Uh, twenty four more pounds. Well, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, and I and you know, and I filled out my little goal yeah, card and said that okay, by the time my birthday comes, which is at the end of October, uh, I want to be under two hundred pounds. But you know, if I if I divide what I'm doing into the number of crossfits and pounds, I'm literally losing a, a little little more than a half a pound every time I do a crossfit. Oh, and for um, people who are numbers driven yeah. and data driven, that is a phenomenal equation. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. like taking your now, it, it's it's not just the workouts that's making you lose weight because it sounds like there's a lot of oh other yeah, things, there's but diet that, stuff but in there. The workouts are planting seeds that are sprouting in other areas. Well, if if we all know that that whatever you eat, you have to balance with some kind of activity whatever that is you know and but you can't you can't eat a a big breakfast and then go do fries burgers and cokes and then go home and you know chow down a a t-bone steak and a baked potato with everything on it i mean you've just bombed yourself with five thousand calories or more and all you did was sit in a chair in front of a computer all day so um you know, I mean, we all know what's going to happen. Yeah. So for me, it's, it's, I love to look at those numbers. I, you know, every time I get up in the morning, the very first thing I do is get on that scale. And, you know, I walk over to my calendar that I have for the month of January now. And I write down what I weigh and what I gained or lost that day. Uh, yesterday I lost. And what does that do? Well, yesterday you lost how much? Two and a half pounds. Perfect. So, yeah. What does that do for your psychology, like your 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 head? It. I heard somebody say a long time ago that that you can't change it if you don't measure it. So for me, you know, I've got two numbers, you know, written up there. You know, is what I started out at. I started out at 245.4 pounds when I started CrossFit, the very first ramp-up day. And, um, and I am now at the lowest weight that I've hit so far. The other number was 226.4. Well, I busted that a couple of days ago. Um, and so now I have a new low number. So, uh, you know, I just look at it and go, okay, you know, and just... Keep going, just keep going, and, and it, mo- it you know. motivates you to, to know what that number is. Every oh day. yeah, every day. And uh, I was, you know, I was kind of stressed when I went to Tucson because I wasn't weighing myself. Mm. Uh, did not want to weigh myself. I was so fearful that I was gonna gain ten pounds when I was there, eating as much as I was eating. And I mean, it was fun. I mean, I love eating breakfast and going to for Mexican food and yeah. you know all the stuff that we were doing. And I came home and lost weight. I was shocked, 
And uh, so I just, you know, I just said, okay, what I'm doing is working. Yeah. Even while I was gone, I did do a couple of, I did visit a CrossFit mm-hmm. establishment in Tucson a couple of times, you know, just to check it out and see how it was, you know, kind of grade you guys, you know, and see what you guys were how doing. How did we do? Oh, <laughs> excellent. It was great. Uh, I was going, wow, this is easy here. It's, you know, <laughs> so so uh, the one in Tucson, but um, here it's good. Um, and so I was, I was shocked that I'd actually lost weight. But that's that's part of what you do. Your your metabolism is going now. You you're stronger. You're you're burning when you don't know that you're burning. Mm-hmm. So it's all it's all good. It, what I tell people it's a, it's the snowball effect. Yeah. You know, in a good way, right? Yeah, it's right. not growing. You're you're actually shrinking. But once that snowball gets going and it builds momentum, right? I mean, like you said, I can be on vacation and lose weight. Yeah. And because right. a lot of those habits and a lot of that work that you've done is paying off for you. Right. And and so now I know that that uh, not that I want to relax because I don't. I, I don't want to relax what I'm doing. I don't want to, you know, all of a sudden go, oh, you know, I can spike the ball and say I'm there, you know, because I'm not there. But I can relax a little bit and know that... Um, you know, you take a week off for vacation or a couple of weeks off for vacation. You know, you come back into it and start it up again. Um, you know, you're going to be sore for a couple of days because you haven't done anything for three weeks. Um, but then you're past that and, you know, you're down two more pounds and here we go. Yeah. You know? How has uh, the community at the gym been for you? Has it been something that you look forward to? Oh, I do. Uh, I do. You know, there's, there's, uh, you know, what I call the old guys club, you know, <laughs> that, uh, you know, four or five of us sometimes will, will be there. And, uh, and those guys are the guys that encourage me the most because they're, you know, they're up there, they're up there with me, not quite where I'm at, but uh, up there with me, and that's a real huge encouragement uh, and to see that. The coaches, Kenny and Josh, have always been uh, very encouraging. You know, they, they want you to do, they want you to do whatever the, the task is in the right way, you know, and so they'll, they'll prompt me to, to straighten up this or lower that, and, and they'll give me ways to, they'll, They'll give me ways to be successful, to be successful. That when I first got here, for instance, when I was doing, you know, squats, which I still don't do as, as well as I would like to do, um, I couldn't even get down to the level of a medicine ball. And it was Kenny that threw the medicine ball out there first and said, hit the medicine ball, you know, hit the medicine ball. If you can't, that's okay. But that's your goal, you know, try and hit the medicine ball. So every time I was doing squats, I'd go get a medicine ball. I didn't even have to be told. And that's where I would try and get down to. Now I don't get the medicine ball because I can get down there with, with no problem. I'm still not as, mm-hmm. as straight as I would like to be. But again, one of the coaches said, you know, you need to counterbalance. So go get a weight, you know, 10 or 15 pounds. Hold it out in front of you when you do a squat. And that'll keep you straighter and that will give you the ability to practice what you're doing. And it's just been amazing. Now I can go even lower. So I just keep on going, keep on going. Um, and I, and I measure that, you know, I, you know, those little victories, you know, it doesn't seem like much, 
but it's that little victory that that I know where I was and what I can do now. Uh, you know, like pull-ups. You know, I couldn't even hang from a bar for like two seconds. It just hurt my shoulders. Uh, now I can just hang and hang and hang and hang and hang. And the goal is, of course, to get to a point where you can then start to do pull-ups. You can you can start to leverage that muscle. And I know that that's probably you know a long way off for me, um, but I know that I'll get there. I know awesome. that I'll get to do. You know, if I can just do one, you know, what a victory that would be for me. So um, it's just like you said, it's a long-term. End game. And what I hear too is just having things that you're constantly going for, man. That's just like opening up your vision for your life, right? So, yeah. Um, yeah. to have purpose, right? To have, and sure. of course, outside of the gym, there's there's purpose and there's other reasons. But I think in in health, for for sure. Oh, absolutely. To have a, yeah. an actual like, I see this happening, and I want to go towards it. Right. Well, you know, the, what's the age limit for men these days? Eighty five years old. You know, I want to be as healthy as I can be you know as i approach that you know that end limit you know for whatever we're supposed to get to uh, and be as healthy as i can you know as i get there you know because i think that'll that'll certainly be a benefit for me you know if i do that um and you know so you're gonna see my smiling face for the next at least the next four years i love it man You know, I've been so proud of you, man, just watching you. And I remember our conversation when we first sat in that office, you know, and uh, and I was so happy when you signed up and just to see you where you've come and where you are now and where you're going and hearing kind of the clarity you have on what you want to accomplish is really awesome. So the last question I ask everybody on the podcast is the title is Building Better People. And we believe that if you're exercising, you're becoming a better version of you. And so... My question is, how's that true for you? How has, um, how has that been, uh, I guess, shown in your life over these last few months that you've been working out? Uh, well, for me, it's it's trying to take what I'm doing here outside. So I'm going to these guys that I work with who have their own versions of Stevie Jr. and uh, saying to them, "Hey, we've got you know free Fridays at CrossFit." You know, why don't you, you know, why don't you come check it out? You don't have to do a real hard workout. You can just do what you can do, um, you know, and I'll poke them. You know, it's, you know, your Stevie Jr. is looking, you know, <laughs> you know, uh, but it, it's given me enough confidence in what I'm doing to take that confidence outside of what I'm doing and uh, trying to encourage other people that are, you know, other men you know, that's, you know, around my age to try and, you know, do something more, do something more. You've got kids, you've got a wife, you know, all I've got, like I said, is three little dogs and a cat, but (laughs) you've got kids and a wife. I mean, um, you know, do something for yourself, do something for your life, do something for your family, you know, and I think if I just keep, you know, poking at them, you know, then... Um, you know, I've already got one guy that's going to come uh, on a free Friday. And um, so that's, you know, there you go. There's a success. You know, there's a little, and one more little victory. Um, and if and if he, if he doesn't come, okay, I'll, 
that's okay. You know, if he doesn't follow through and do any more, I'll just keep working on the next one and the next one. So um, I see a success in myself and I want to take that success to other people. Thank you for tuning in today. Don't forget to subscribe to the Building Better People podcast where you will hear more stories of individuals being positively impacted by living a healthy lifestyle.